Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey explains how to find love. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. pain that's there when we're with our friends if we are finding it hard to be present or if our friend is getting married and oh my god i'm so happy for her but at the same time it just reminds me of what i don't have sorry we're gonna skip this to give and i love love i have a fulfilling life with a great job classic Classic girl who's 35 plus. I have a fulfilling career, but why can't I find love? You can't find love because you're 35 plus and wasted your youth. And now it's very hard to find a man. Whereas when you were 21, it was easy. Wonderful friends. And every day I live life for me. So my Ah, so you're selfish. Life isn't on pause waiting for the one. But my biggest fear is that I will never find my person. Indeed. People can say what they want, but romantic love fills spaces in our hearts that other love just doesn't. So I'm going to... Oh, and other love just doesn't. So another red flag telling on herself. It means she does other kinds of love, quote unquote, which means she's sleeping around. So she's done basically everything wrong. So my conclusion would be no father figure, probably. Or nobody told her the truth. Everybody's lied to her to get in her pants. And nobody's told her the truth of how you're supposed to be to get married and so on. I'm going to throw to you first on this, Stephen. What are your thoughts on this? I think you'd be surprised how many people fear that. But I would say it's not even a fear that's only limited to single people right now. That There can be people with the love of their life who could lose the love of their life either through accident or sabotage or things happen, things change. So I think we don't need to demarcate even, oh, I'm single, so that means I'm going to be like forever alone or relationship people have it. I think we really have to lose that distinction as though those people have found it and I'm not going to. Life is very long and a lot of things change. And, you know, it's easy to say, but I think with these things you have to believe that it's possible to find love because it's almost like if you if you go into anything thinking you're gonna lose you kind of probably are like right so what he's describing is just positive thinking uh, optimism sure so optimism is helpful but the problem is it has to be optimism that's backed by wisdom right so you, you can't be a 35-plus-year-old woman who has an end count of 50-plus, who hasn't had a serious relationship in the last 15 years, and then expect to get one with a millionaire because you hope or you are trying to manifest it, right? Okay, more on this in a sec. Let's do the shilling. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Uh, buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Shout out to Curry Kid, who recently bought it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. He bought The Strategist Guide to Seduction. Also, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. And of course, 
um, of course, share this video. All right. Thank you so much. Shilling is done. Let's continue. So as I was saying about this, it has to be optimism backed by wisdom, right? So a wise girl would get to 18 years old and be like, okay, I'm in my absolute biological prime from now to 23. I'm as attractive as I'll ever be. I have more attention right now than the average male rock star. So in this rock star phase that I'm in, I'm going to invest this time and try to get the best man that I possibly can. A guy who is more experienced than me, smarter than me, stronger, taller than me, a man who makes more money than me, a man who's wiser than me, and I'm going to be the kind of woman that he wants and commit to him. And so what she should do in that position then is she should be fit, feminine, cooperative, submissive, and bedroom fund loyal. She should attach herself to him and then try to get married. That would be the smart strategy. And then afterwards, because the guy's already established, start having children, have, have a marriage, have children. That would be the strategy. Now, what girls are doing now in 2023 is a different strategy. What they do is they say, you know, they, they, they got brainwashed by the media and so on. And so they think, ah, I'm 18 to 23. I'm in the prime of my life. It's time for hot girl summer. It's time to go out and sleep around. It's time to go on Instagram, go on OF and, uh, you know, sell myself. And obviously that will lead to disastrous results in the future. You know, and so a lot of these girls, they waste away, not only 18 to 23, they waste away 18 to 28. And then after 28, then suddenly, oh no, I'm not getting the attention I used to get. Now it's time. Let me get a guy to save me from my bad decisions. And then they find an idiot, a guy who's been working for his whole life up to the age of 30, 35, whatever. And this guy being, you know, not understanding how women work, she tricks him into believing, right? That she tricks him into believing that everything is fine, right? That that she's the one that, you know, um, and, and he believes that she's the one because he has no experience. And then she gets with him and then he doesn't understand. Why doesn't she give me, um, you know, why isn't she receptive? Why doesn't she have you-knows? Why... And so on. Why is it that bedroom fun is only once per week for 20 minutes? Why? And so on and so on and so on. And the reason is because she's alpha widowed. She has too high an end count. She's unable to pair bond. She's made all these bad decisions, which make her unable to actually be a good girlfriend. So women need to be very smart in investing in their relationships and men need to be smart and wise in knowing which girls to get with all right let's continue you have to go in being open and accepting like love is available for me it is out there in the world and you can't get into every love going is this the one is this gonna last for the rest of my life is it till oh i forgot to mention this as well like kevin samuels said at your age, at your level, you don't get a millionaire. You get second shift at the plant. 
supply die. You kind of have to go and give your heart. Have you had moments of doubt, Steve, along the way? Uh, Have you had moments where you were like, you kind of doubted, am I ever going to find this? Yeah, I've had those kind of issues where I've wondered to myself, you know, I think everyone does where you, if you break up with someone, you wonder like, am I ever going to find that person who I feel that way about? Like, it's very normal to feel that. And you think, will it ever be the perfect way I envision it in my head? Will it ever be like that? But again, I do, I know I, or I have a capacity to love. I already know that. So when I've gone through those periods, I'm like, I am lovable and I have a capacity to love. So I know that if I'm out there enough, if I'm proactive enough, love is going to come into my life. It might. Yeah, that's that's how um, that's how men work. Right. So for men, you must be proactive. You must struggle. You must compete. You must go out there and get what it is that you want. You can't just sit there and let it come to you. So that's how it works for men. And so this guy's attitude of, I'm going to be undaunted. I'm just going to keep going. It's okay that this ended is actually very good. That's a very good attitude, especially for men to have. For women, you need to be very careful, especially when you're 18 to 23 about your relationships, who you choose to be with, what you choose to do, um, who it is you choose to involve yourself with. Like, if you're 18 to 23 and you're getting with, like, a, a guy that sells illicit substances, like, you're literally going the opposite way that you're supposed to be going. Because you're going to ruin your entire life. Chances are you're going to get alpha widowed. Chances are you're going to, uh, you know, he's going to break up with you or do something bad. Because, I mean, that's his, that's his nature, right? So, it's it's really funny. Like... These these girls say, oh, I love the bad boys and so on. But if you get with bad boys and then you expect to get a good man to take you later, you're going to be miserable your whole life. Guys will see you, take one look at you and know your recreational use only and walk away. Might be in many different forms than you think or the unicorn form in your head might it might not be that that's but the it will be something special and meaningful and you kind of have to be where your feet are that phrase you say you-, you have to be where your feet are is exactly accurate women need to be wise about where they are in the in the smp in the bedroom fund marketplace and understand what it is they can actually get because a lot of girls they they do what i said they get with the, the best man they can possibly find, but they don't understand that they're not on that man's level. They're not actually, like, they're a six and they get with a 10 and expect him to marry them. No, he's not going to marry you because he's far too attractive for you. You need to be, if you're a six, the best you can get is an eight. You're not getting higher than an eight. So you need to understand that you're a six to understand that and maximize what you can get at your most attractive. Okay, anyway. You have to be where you are right now, not in your head imagining maybe this perfect love it will be. It's like, no, what's in front of you right now? What opportunities are in front of you? And how can you love, like, how can you find that love now? And I think you can't then worry about 50 years from now, you know, all that sort of thing. And I want to say, be with, be where your feet are is Jesse Itzler's phrase. Not <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm not taking credit for that. What she has written, I have felt viscerally in my life before. And I think, although what you're saying, Stephen, is... This girl was lucky. 
she did a bunch of bad decisions because she's old, right? Um, or at least, you know, she's she's certainly not 18 to 23. She's probably, what, 28 to 34 or something? So she made a bunch of bad decisions and got totally lucky and Matthew saved her, right? But most women, but she is quite attractive. Most women do not have this luck. Most women cannot make a merely a slew, a litany of bad decisions and then have a guy like Matthew save her. Like have a multimillionaire save her. No, no, no. This, most women's life is make bad decisions, try to get a guy like Matthew, fail miserably, end up alone with cats and boxed wine. I'm trying to prevent that. Is absolutely right. And that attitude is integral to finding love. Um, I think when you're in that place where you it's not happening and you really really want it and ah look she tells on herself you know that you have a lot of love to give and there's no home for all of that love and it becomes it's actually like you you want that more than anything you don't you want it more than your career you want it more than your friendships you want it more than travel you just yes oh and she told on herself even more career travel but the truth is what she said women valued their relationship more than everything and, and even more than their relationship, they value their children. If a girl ends up old with no children, no marriage, they are miserable, which is why in 2023, we have the greatest population of miserable women pretty much in history, right? And the irony is they have more freedoms than most women in history. That's the irony. All right, let's continue. Just want to find the person to spend the rest of your life with. I have been in that place. And you feel it's it's a scary place to be. So I I totally agree. By the way, that admittance on microphone is actually a stain on Matthew Hussey's reputation, by the way. Because Matthew agreed to marry a girl with baggage and she just she just advertised it in public to tens of thousands of viewers. That's embarrassing. Not that Matthew would recognize that as an, as an embarrassment, but that, do you see what I'm saying, guys? This is why we're not out here getting with girls that have tons of baggage, high end count, you know, psychologically destroyed, and so on. Because if you do, this is the result. She's going to embarrass you in public. All right, let's continue. If you, Steve, I, I really do. I do want to say, though, that I think maybe there are just different kinds of people in terms of what they want more than anything. And I, I definitely relate to what she has said. And I think when you're like us in that way, you, you, yeah, you, it's just, it's, it's scary because you don't feel like you have control. You have control over most things in your life. You know, you work hard, you'll get a promotion, you save up, you can buy a house, you, you know, invest time in your friendships. You can get great friends. You, you can do all those things, but love is not a guarantee it's alchemy and it's complicated and it's that's why well that's not true love is a guarantee if as a girl you're 18 to 23 fit feminine cooperative submissive bedroom fund loyal with a low end count you see if you're wise and invest prudently then it's all but a guarantee now of course you have to also understand as a woman your own place in the marketplace. You can't be a 6 out of 10 objectively and get with a 10. That guy's just trying to sleep with you. But you can get an 8 
And you can tell by the guy's behavior if he takes you seriously or not. Is he trying to get into a relationship with you? Does he want to meet with you constantly? Is he clearly progressing the relationship? If so, he wants something more serious with you. If not, well, you probably shouldn't have even been with the guy in the first place. You can tell a guy's intentions within like five minutes of talking to him. Because women are good at that. They're good at telling that. So do it. Why it's so scary. And I'm happy that you said that, Audrey. And I think I'm happy that she wrote this comment and that it got 1,500 people agreeing with it because it's just very honest. Mm. Right? And it's like we're in a culture that just sells us that we kind of oversells us on freedom because freedom's great, right? So the freedom to get, be independent with your, with your job, be by the house, by whatever. But when you check back in honestly with what you really want, that is a big thing. And I, I do think it's a pressure valve to just know that like, yeah, 1500 people <laughs> agreed with her. And <laughs> yeah. everything Steve says, I think is still valid too. You know, it's like, it, you, it's really easy to build that up so much in your head that it's going to be impossible to live up to it. Because if you're going out and you're trying to find the one that's going to fill in all of that potential that you know is there to be had, that's going to be a pretty impossible thing. Again, this guy's kind of dancing around the point. I almost feel like this guy's afraid of, I don't know. I don't know what he's afraid of, but he seems afraid, whatever it is. So, again, it's about prudence. It's about good choices. It's about being wise and intelligent with who you invest your time and how you invest your time and why you invest your time. That is what it's about. And if you're not doing those things, you're going to be miserable. Because you don't have infinite time, especially as a girl, to to just go with random guys. And as men, you need to get that experience so that you have the wisdom to know who it is that you should be choosing for a long-term relationship. All right, let's continue. Um, so just my, my one quick piece of advice before I throw it to Matt is just like, Remember that you're just looking for the person to build with. You're not looking for the person that's the one. You're just looking for the one that can build. Well, the truth is that there are many ones, right? There are many people that you could have. You're just looking for a person with the right characteristics, right? A person that fits the bill, as it were. Because this idea of there being only one special person for you forever is is false. It's more like... There are certain character traits that I'm looking for, and once I find those character traits, then I'm happy, right? That's the point. And if I don't have exactly all of them, I can then use, you know, operant conditioning to modify slightly the behaviors that I want to get what I want, you know? Exactly. That's the point. With you. Yeah. Which is... uh... I think is so, so, so important and hard to connect to when we're looking for the feelings we've always been sold on that we're supposed to feel. Exactly. And those feelings can be very, they can feel almost impossible to live up to. I think they, they do become actually impossible for anything to really live up to. Even the things that do live up to it, don't live up to it forever. Uh, The, the honeymoons that we can feel with someone don't sustain themselves uh, they change. So That's there's right. a danger in, in looking for a feeling and never evolving the idea of what it is we're actually looking for. But 
but you're right, Jameson. It's, it's, there's this moment in The Crown where Margaret is talking to the Queen. She's so upset with the Queen and she has so much resentment towards her because the Queen earlier in their life uh, forbade him, uh, her from uh, being with someone she deemed to be the love of her life. And she missed out on that love as a result of the queen telling her, no, you can't be with that person. And she calls out Queen Victoria, Queen Elizabeth, I should say. She calls out Queen Elizabeth on the fact that she takes for granted how many things in her life have been made easier by having mm. Philip in her life. All of the ways that when she needed someone at the end of the day, Philip was there. When she needed to be lifted, Philip was there. When she needed an opinion, Philip was there. And Margaret didn't get to have that, didn't get to experience that. And it is so wounding for Margaret that she never had that. And she sees how much harder her life was for not having had that companionship in her life. And yeah, but all that I'm hearing is Margaret wanted exactly X and didn't understand that there are many, many people and that she could have chosen another person to have that with that fits the criteria. So it's her being stubborn, actually, that led to the negative result and not the lack of the relationship. And her being unwise in failing to understand that as royalty, there are certain expectations on you that maybe the average person doesn't have, and you being a spoiled brat about it won't do anything to help you. And that is what so many people on an instinctive level feel, is that there is something they are, that is absent in their life that other people have or at least it looks like a lot of other people have and the pain from that is a, is a chronic it's a chronic pain yeah it's a pain that notice matthew's wife tending on herself she admitted she has this chronic pain she is damaged she has baggage notice that comes about any time you're not actively busy doing something at the end of the evening, when your friends go home, there it is. And and it's not just a pain that's there when we're inactive. It's a pain that's there when we're with our friends, if we are finding it hard to be present, or if our friend is getting married and, oh my God, I'm so happy for her. But at the same time, it just reminds me of what I don't have. Uh, that's classic girl thoughts. Classic. That pain is there even in those comparisons that we make even if we're a good person and we're a loving person and we're supportive of our friends, it's a pain that is there when we can be in our best moments. I'm, I can recall a particular trip I was on where I arrived at this hotel on my own and it was amazing. The hotel was incredible and we were by the, I was by the beach. I wasn't there with anyone, but it was by the beach. And I remember seeing this, 
gorgeous place and hearing the waves and seeing the lobby. And I had this instant rush of excitement and, and then this instinct to turn to my left and say, isn't this amazing? Only there was no one to say, isn't this meh like this is, uh, you know, Matthew just crying over unspilt milk or whatever. When you're, you know, when you're an apex man at 35, whatever, and you're a multimillionaire, you can cry in your Lamborghini, right? Like, I'm sure there was no shortage of girls at this resort to sleep with or potentially have a relationship with at this level. So, Matthew, you're fine. It's amazing, too. And, and so even the peaks, the peak moments can be terribly difficult when we think about how they would be magnified by sharing them with somebody else. I had a breakup years ago that uh, I was in my mid-twenties and I remember having to leave this person because I knew this person wasn't right, but also the kind of grieving you do when you leave a relationship and you know that you're walking away from all of the comfort of that relationship and all of the companionship that it brought you, even with the wrong person. And I remember sitting with someone that I worked with at the time, uh, an older guy had been married for some time. And I remember him saying to me, I, I'm sorry, Matthew. I just, I don't think it gets you, you, you came to LA, you met someone and you got into a relationship and, and it fine. It lasted 18 months, but he said, I don't think it gets to be that easy for you. <laughs> and, and I was mad at him at the time in a way, because I was like, but why doesn't it get to be that easy for me? Well, ultimately, what he was saying is you didn't vet the girl, right? You didn't select properly for the characteristics at the beginning of the relationship. You just wanted to have a relationship for the sake of having a relationship. And that's not the way it should be done. It's not the way it should be done. Because if you do it that way, you're going to end up hurting yourself, right? All right. Let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Share this video, buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Uh, Shoutouts to Curry Kid uh, being the last person to buy the Strategist Guide to Seduction. Thank you, I really appreciate it. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog. And of course, thank you so much for watching. I really do appreciate it, especially if you listen to the end. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.